Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Ever get a heater in your armpit? Not pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) Every guest comes in, it's just (laughs) right to the nuts. (laughs) Right to the nuts. We gotta get our hands on more balls. Mr. Pop. I started the process of uh, registering my vehicle. How'd you do on the test? I got five wrong. If you're blind, you listen for the sound of the car. A horn's easier to hear than the car. But that's what, they don't want to be walking all over town just like, (laughs) (laughs) All right, I get it. I got to cross. I get it. I'm blind, asshole. (laughs) Jason Priest. Oh, I love it. I love it. The guy comes out of the DMV to give you a test. He opens the door to her car, and he, he looks at my wife in her car, and he goes, Oh, man, <laughs> you know how to drive a stick? That's awesome. And, he jumped in the and he's car. conducting the test. And he's the guy who's giving the test. You're I'm like, so hey. excited. I'm always jonesing for I, it, Priestley. I mean, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm always you, jonesing you, you for it. You kind of got that crazy look on your face that like people used to have in the 80s in Miami. Yeah. I came from the big city. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. It's the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode number nine in the new era. So, oh, I sound stuffed up. Your uh, wife sent a post on Facebook that said, why are man colds always so much worse than woman colds? It's kind of true. Like when women get colds, they're, they're not like suffering. We seem to suffer more. And you probably just been shit in your pants all over the house. Oh, a cold doesn't make you all your over. pants. Oh, I just have had the the greenish yellowish mucus just flowing out of me. Just everywhere. And you're just are you just walking around the house like you're back on the farm in Peterborough just just closing one nostril and just shooting <laughs> it right out. That's called the farmer spit. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> just shooting it right out uh, of the The podcast floor. is brought to you by Anti Monkey Butt Anti Friction Powder. It's uh it's a takeoff on the uh the old gold bond but it's the Anti Monkey Butt so, anti monkey butt, come on around. Uh, uh, how's your uh, spray on gold bond treating so, your I nuts? don't use it anymore. Oh, what? It's no, it's bad. Why? Because <laughs> it's freezing. Well, but yeah, but that'll keep your nuts dry. Oh, it's just it's terrifying. Imagine dr- <laughs> It's not terrifying. It's no. just cold. Ah, I'm afraid. You know how you get it when you get into a cold pool and you, you walk in when the water hits your boys? Oh, That's man. the worst part. And when you walk into the ocean. Imagine that. Every time you put on this gold bond spray, but 10 times worse. Yeah, that is pretty bad. we got to get our hands on more balls. That's true. That is pretty bad. That is not good at all. Oh, I, didn't. I never thought about that. We have some great guests today. Uh, oh, boy. Mike Pereira, uh, Fox NFL referee rules guru and former NFL head of officiating will be joining us here in studio. And dare I say, maybe the you got best. got a box of condoms there? <laughs> and Mike has, dare I say, best head of hair in the building? Oh, well, you might. Challenge him on that one. That's. I definitely won't. He'll be coming in a bit. I might give him a run. For yeah, Jim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're done yeah, right, you might. Yeah, that's right. You're done right, you might. Speaking of great heads of hair, can we focus on the Canadian Wall of Fame just for a second here? Uh, last week, of course, Jason Priestley inducted himself. And this week, uh, we have the great one, Wayne Gretzky. And a picture of him wearing sort of a pastel striped sweater. Oh, and he signed it. No, that's from his fan club. Oh, fan club. that's from his, Well, he signed yeah, it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he point. signed it. 
So, oh, jeez, Russell Wilson's attacking here. And I saw that you had a Twitter exchange with Ben Mulrooney. He's sending us a photo. Yes, but before we get to that, I just want to uh, point. What it, Jim, what did you say when you first saw this <laughs> this uh, this picture of the great one? I, I was thinking about doing him. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. Sorry, oh great one. No disrespect. No, I you think, know. I think if I, I think that's I mean, a compliment. It, it is. It's a huge compliment. I mean, I mean, yeah. It just means the great. That was when the great one looked his best. That's when he hooked as, Janet Jones. As I always yeah. said, Wayne Gretzky in Canada has the best pickup line known to man in Canada. Hi, I'm Wayne Gretzky. Right, right there. What's the what's the worst thing you can hear from a woman after you having or for, from a woman after you've had sex from Wayne, with Wayne Gretzky? I'm not Wayne Gretzky. No, did I fuck that joke up? It's <laughs> supposed, supposed to be Willie Nelson. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, that's the great one. He's on the the Canadian Wall of Fame. And uh, sorry, Dan, you did point out earlier. Yes, Ben Mulrooney for our American friends, uh, former Prime Minister Brian Mulrooney. He was Prime Minister during the Reagan years. His son Ben is a Canadian television personality. He used to host Canadian Idol. Now he hosts eTalk. And he's, uh, I guess, a fan of the podcast. He wants to be on the Canadian Wall of Fame, so he's sending us a picture of himself. Then some guy was giving him grief. He goes, oh, you can't ask to be on the Wall of Fame. <laughs> I know. It is a little bit like uh, like making up a, a nickname for yourself. It's just something that you can't normally do. But we, uh, no, Ben. Ben deserves to be on the Wall of Fame, I think. Uh, yeah, we'll put him on. <laughs> I'm wearing my shirt that uh, NASCAR Canada people gave me on my going away party. Uh, it says, I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough, and it's got my photo on the back. Yeah. Maybe get a shot of that. That's if you're... <laughs> I think it's you look very... a little bit like uh, Robert Forster from uh, Jackie Brown uh, mm-hmm. or something. I'm not really sure. It's a weird picture of you. Doesn't, doesn't the pig have... I can't forget what the picture... Doesn't the pig have, like, sultry eyes? Yeah. Gaga. Yeah, it's looking at your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hope you sprayed those down with gold bond because I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like an apple. Do pigs really love apples that much? Like they always have a when you see a pig, like a roast pig, it's always got an apple stuffed in it. My pig's awesome. generally dead. That pig's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know, but <laughs> No, I know it's dead. I know you don't eat the pig alive. But no, do pigs like apples? Like did you feed them apples? No, that'd be too expensive. Also oh, what'd you feed them? Just slop. Well no, you feed them grain. Like grains, what else? <laughs> Just grains? Yeah, you feed them grain, water. Just that's it. Like it's pig feed. No treats. No, we had like a thousand pigs. Don't, you, but don't you want to give pigs maybe something better? And then your pigs are like, you know, it's like when they say they say, oh, like these cattle are uh, are fed only the very best. Actually, my family's farm. We used to feed them old, like old bread, not exactly stale, but old bread and like. Hostess pastries. Okay, so there you go. Up. So some tri- yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Like some easy treat. high roller farmer. Come we on, we fed him garbage. Sorry. That's the <laughs> most. Is that the most American thing ever? Though we fed our pigs hostess, <laughs> hostess treats. Yeah, see, that's it. And then you put on, you know, when you go get a some bacon, like oh, this bacon, uh, these pigs were raised Suck on. It up. These bacon were <laughs> these. This bacon, these pigs are raised on Hostess Twinkies and. and I cupcakes. had some uh, Trader Joe's Applewood smoked bacon. Wow. My life changed. Yeah, because they were fed hostess treats. <laughs> American <laughs> pigs. Only hostess fed pigs were allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end of it, the, they're just like, kill me. I'm fat. 
Sorry. <laughs> not like the Wendy's girl. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which. She comes up every single oh, podcast. Oh, speaking of which, do we have that? Oh, you guys were, which one of you guys was going to read this? This is. It's uh, very long. Oh, no. oh, we can just read a little bit of it. It's, it, it's uh, something that was sent to me by one of our viewers or one of our listeners, Patrick? Yeah, what? it was sent by uh, Sergey Jonchar. Right, Sergey Jonchar. Uh, her name is Abby, Abby uh, on Twitter. Right. Um, I'm not going to spell that out. I'll tweet at it later. You guys can find it. Abby's pretty easy to spell. Uh, yeah. Oh, in your fancy four-class person education, Dan. We didn't get all the, get that attention. Yeah, Dan, four-person education. <laughs> We didn't. Yeah, we didn't get all the one-on-one time. What are we time. leading up to? What How do you want to handle this? Um, uh, with the, do you just want us to fire through the the list yeah. of the yeah. things with her? Yeah. Right. Tell t- t- tell us what this is specifically. All right. So basically, it's just uh, it's three reasons why dating the Wendy's girl would suck. Uh, and it. So the new Wendy's girl. The new Wendy's. Yeah. Girl, the one yes. you. The one you hate. The fast. This food is why we thought we. No, ha- no hate. No hate. Hate's a strong word. Oh. I don't hate. Pretty uh, sure you just, hate her. Yeah, just the one you wouldn't want to date. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's a, it, it basically goes through and breaks down everything that we've discussed on the podcast for the last few weeks about how she's probably the worst human ex- existence. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it uh, it goes into three specific details. Mike, I'll take the first one. Uh, she's a one-upper, which nobody likes those people. It's yeah. like anything you do, they're better. Um, it says, you get a promotion at work and you're excited, so you tell her about it. And she says, wow, that's cool. Oh, yeah? I bought Nike. She spent over $10 billion just to make you feel like trash. Why? Because she's a one-upper. And then it breaks down the ad where she's having lunch and the guy's, or the guy's pretty happy. He saved a few bucks on his burger. But instead of letting him have his moment, she has to be a dick and point out her delicious Wendy's food and make him feel bad about himself, even as he sadly looks at his burger. She rubs it in by having something for, for Frosty and moaning, mmm. Yeah, like she's <laughs> having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Wendy's, it is very good. I think, you know, we do want to encourage them to sponsor us if they do. You know, I'm just putting that out there first. Wendy, we would love a sponsor. By the way, Mike, that's true. On the video podcast, Mike Mike has some female admirers asking about him on Twitter. Canada. My mom follows us? Oh, (laughs) come on. Don't be modest. All right. Okay. What should we say to them? Leave him alone? I wouldn't say that. He's waiting yeah, yeah. for the Wendy's He girl. likes redheads. She stole my heart. You wait for me, Mike. <laughs> you wait for me. Sorry. They Sorry, want your Twitter you. address. <laughs> yeah, do you have a Twitter address? I, I, I'm i more of a follower than a tweeter. Pat oh. definitely has that covered. But oh. you know what? All right. Well, we'll put a pic. There's a picture of me in Timberlake out there. Oh. Well, but then they'll, com- they'll be like, oh, I don't want. This guy, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's backfiring on you. All right, Should put um, a picture with you and I there, and then it'll work out for you. Great. I think that might backfire <laughs> again. Girls <laughs> always go for the taller guy. Uh, anyhow, all right, not always. More. <laughs> <laughs> More uh, with Wendy. All right, uh, number can two. Can we speed this up? Yeah, Tools I'll go real very quick. Impatient. Uh, she encourages poor health choices. You get home from your new job, you had a big late lunch with a client and want a light dinner. When you get home, so you make a salad. It's not great, but it tastes decent and it'll hold you over. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Red produces a mozzarella chick Red. (laughs) (laughs) Red produces a mozzarella chicken supreme meal. You can't eat it because she went through the trouble of... You can't not eat it because she went through the trouble of... Getting it for you, so you eat a lot more in one day than you should. 
Red. How loves, long is this? <laughs> Red loves Wendy's so much, it's all she wants anybody ever to eat, even if it slowly kills them, or worse, makes them fat. Yeah, I have to say, first of all, how does she just show up at all these places out of nowhere? Like, did she just hang out? No, Stalker. So they just have a camera with her and her buddies going to yard sales and eating on patios and stuff. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Be like, I think no, we know when she's a clinger. She's Stage five clinger. Damn clinger. All right, we better wrap but that she's, up. Tulsi's she's, getting ornery. She's over never here. eaten in a actual. They've never showed her in a Wendy's. No, she's always out on the patio. That Wendy. Does Wendy's <laughs> have a patio? <laughs> she gets it to go. Where are you guys going? <laughs> Wendy's patio. It doesn't exist. Yeah, no, it's there. It's the parking lot. And she just sets up like folding chairs and a table. <laughs> and for the conclusion of this, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> let's let's wrap it up. Check check the Jay and Dan pod on Twitter. We'll oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, that's oh, it. perfect. Yeah. So see, that's all right. Toolsy gets very like if Toolsy doesn't like the way things are going. Well, I, just, no, I that was very long. That was, <laughs> he, I said it was very long to begin. He with. just cannot handle it. You can't like when you were with your kids and they're like, "Oh, Daddy, let me tell you what happened at school today," and then they. Just I'm very say, intrigued like, to know that because the stories oh, are quick. Oh, I was in show and tell. Hurry it up! <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, Garrison Keeler. But they're quick. They just like, yeah, school was good. You've Perfect. taught them. You've taught Sum them. Sum it up. Yeah. Sum it up. Wrap it up quick. Uh, speaking of my kids, we went to Disney. Um, for the first time ever, this uh, this past week, and you said it was uh, it was a rather warm. Day it was the surface of the Anaheim. sun. <laughs> it was like around a hundred degrees, which is like thirty five, close to forty degrees Celsius. Um, I really felt bad for the people in the costumes. Yeah, but uh, they seem very happy. Yeah, they're always waving and stuff. Um, Think and- of how it smells in there, though. <laughs> no, oh I gave God. I gave Pluto a hug. He smelled clean. Yeah, they must have a billion of those suits because otherwise it's oh, yeah. just, it must reek. No, because that would shatter a kid's uh, image of uh, Disney if it was the, the guy was like stinky. So I think they're. That's true. They're like, okay, no, we got we got to have clean Febreze here. Well, it's like I told you when I went there with my girlfriend a couple of months ago and the, one of the horses pooped right on Main Street, USA, and I've never <laughs> seen two guys clean up poop oh, that yeah. fast in my life. Maybe they spray the entire outside of the costume with poopery. So the the inside is just hell's inferno. Forms a barrier. Mickey's got it made, though, because he gets to hang out in his house. That's right. Air conditioning, and they probably go like 20 Mickeys. Okay, you're on for an hour. Okay, then another guy comes in. Just got it made. Uh, And then I met the princesses. I thought it'd be hit or miss if you run into like the princesses or the characters around the park, but they're everywhere. And uh, then I thought about it. Of course they want people to see them because that's the main reason why a lot of people are there. Yeah, of course. Never think... I think those princesses and those mascots have sex. Like, do you think Come on, it'll be fun. Do you think it's like uh, at the Olympics, you know, in the Olympic Village? Well, or what I heard, they live in like a dorm there. Yeah, and they're cast members. Oh, really? They live in a dorm? I think a lot of them, they live yeah, in had like a, buddy a, that worked a for Disney, Disney dorm. Yeah, yeah, Florida. And it's just a massive orgy, right? Definitely. He said, actually, in the park, like they have that underground Disney where they all hang out, like they take their breaks, and you'll just see like... Snow White making out with Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the Goofy, he's in the Goofy costume, but the helmet's off, and they're just going at it's it. Let's just go to town. I love it. And that's how people become furries. That's why it's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> that's right. And exactly. I was, and I said to my why, wife, I said, know. all the sex. I wonder, guys probably date the princesses so they can say, yeah, I'm dating yeah, Cinderella. I'm Sleeping Beauty. Snow White. I'm f***ing Ariel I'm from having Little Mermaid. Uh, so met them and I was. Who, who are we? Are there kids here? Why are you shushing me? <laughs> Why? What do the princesses make? Oh, how much money do they make? Babies. Do, do you know how oh, much they make? I don't. I don't know. 
Do you want to become a princess? Is that why you're? <laughs> no, asking? I'm just saying it's you just. It might be a good gig, like here in Hollywood. You know, you're working at, like that swinger. Yeah, They've but got the a, same thing yeah. over and over. Oh yeah, but the, they're all actors. But it's steady surely, work, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Snow White came by, and after she left, I said to my wife, "I'm like, what was that?" Because she's like, "Oh, hello." Oh, she had to do the voice. Oh, white voice. See, I'm that's like, a problem. Like, oh if you're goodness. if you're goofy or or mini, you don't have to talk. But yeah, you're right. If you're one of the princesses, you have to try to imitate the voice. Yeah, and uh, then I had a discussion. I didn't see Pocahontas, and then people said, "Well, she's not a princess, is she?" Yeah, but that's that's true. She should be there. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's she was racism. a racism. That's racist. Native <laughs> Americans didn't have kings and queens and princesses. Did you see uh, Wendy Thomas? <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs> oh, Come on, oh, me. I just remember something. So it was Halloween there. And uh, <laughs> so we were at the uh, Goofy's Cafe. So all the characters are like Chippendale. Not Chippendale dancers, but the actual Chippendale chip- chipmunks. And then my, so my daughters are very excited. They're like, oh, okay, when are the princesses coming? Oh, is that Snow White? And I turned around. And again, it's Halloween, so a lot of people wear costumes. A three to 400-pound woman was in a Snow White costume. Aww. So she turned around. I'm like, ah. I think that might be her helper, but she, I just turn around. This lady's like, I'm like, please, I'm not to offend her, but I hope that's not Snow White. It wasn't. Oh, poor you lady. Know. She was just trying to fulfill some dreams. There was a, and it was gay days, so there was a. <laughs> well, that was a weird segue by you. Um, I did <laughs> well, she, was with, she was with her female friend. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Now I understand. Former Disney princess uh, did an AMA on Reddit last year. Oh, uh, okay. Said okay. she like uh, made the the wages started out around thirteen fifty an hour and topped out around sixteen, but that was an hour ago. So and they don't get tips. You don't tip a princess. I don't think they would be allowed to take <laughs> oh, dollars. You, don't. <laughs> you know, great benefit, <laughs> Disney though. care. Good job, Mickey. <laughs> Shake his hand, <laughs> slip a few bucks in his glove that uh, he's wearing so, all the time. Oh, and uh, Pocahontas is the daughter of a Paramount chief. Or was the daughter of a Paramount chief. Like Paramount Pictures? Mm, Paramount of the tribe. <laughs> I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> uh, so tip if you go to Disney in uh, California. <laughs> go to California Adventureland. Go on gay days. First thing in the morning on the Saturday, <laughs> no one's there. You go on all the rides right away. There you go. There's your tip. Um, okay. And uh, that you were right. They were pumping uh, smells into the air when you first enter. Oh, yeah. It smells, it smells great. Delicious. Yeah, it's, it's fun there. Disneyland's fun. Uh, I spent And you can walk around with a beer uh, there. Yeah, well, you can walk around with a beer anywhere in America. That's in America, I know. But if you try to have one anywhere in Canada, you have to, no, sit over here oh, with the smokers. Oh, that's true. Oh, totally, yeah. That's yeah. why it's the happiest place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's loaded. <laughs> well, it, I mean, a lot of those characters have to be baked, right? Like, a lot of them have to have, have smoked a little ganj. Oh, yeah, that'd make the job a lot that easier. That would make it so much fun. But uh, Goofy kept trying to steal my daughter's uh, stuffed animal, so she was like, ah, here comes Goofy! <laughs> Every time he'd be like, ah. So now she hates Goofy. And then uh, Chip was a bit uh, hands-on. Handsy? With my wife. He was, like, handsy? putting her headlock and stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you got to well, entertain mis- yourself somehow. They're mischievous chipmunks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did he? Uh, did did she save him like uh, Lindsey Vaughn saved that squirrel of Davis Love the Thirds Very at the President's Cup? Boy, that was weird. That was really weird. Uh, if you if you missed it, Davis Love the Thirds squirrels III aren't supposed to do that. Saved a squirrel, nursed a squirrel back to to health somehow, and then Lindsey Vaughn was like cradling it and 
putting it on Tiger's back, and it was like a mascot. Did it was they not so a, weird. Did they not fear the squirrel would run across someone's face and just start clawing exactly. at the eyeballs? Yes, exactly. Like uh, like Roy Horn from Siegfried and Roy, like that tiger. When it <laughs> are the ti- are too soon? Guys, are those guys still doing their act? <laughs> uh, I, it, it's 10 years since that happened, actually, this week. What? Yeah, 10 oh. years since that happened. And uh, he's... They did an interview with him. He's okay, but no, they're not performing. Does he's still alive? He's okay, but he's just not. He's not a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. Oh, okay. Tiger mauls your face. You're maybe not gonna not gonna be a hundred percent after that. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. You're going to hell. Um. Yeah. So so that was your weekend. Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, I. Oh yeah, you didn't leave the house. I was sick. I didn't leave the house, and um, and my girlfriend's up in Canada. So that sounds like a, something that a kid like growing up in America would say. You know. <laughs> oh my girl, my girlfriend. Every summer in of my life. Yeah. yeah just, Got a girlfriend in Canada. Uh, so, uh, so I spent the whole uh, weekend masturbating all over my house. I saw, I saw, I showed you the picture of that sign. I saw it on the chive. It, uh, someone said, you know, you've reached maturity when you're home alone and don't just masturbate. No, but so I clearly have not reached that point. But I spoke to an unnamed Fox executive about this. Who has a family, yeah. and his family left for like three weeks. Yeah, Mike is loving this conversation. Oh, yeah. And and he has a family, and and he you know his family left for three weeks. He's like, it's great. You can masturbate all over the house. It's great. <laughs> what are you just like making cereal? Or- yeah, just jerk off. Play ball. Because <laughs> then you know you're not confined to where wherever. Well, you, you must have to stop uh, at some point because producer Tim came over to watch hockey. Nope, just whipped it out. Why not, eh? <laughs> Tim, yeah. probably all for that. No, producer Tim did come over, uh, watch a little hockey. I had only one cigarette the whole time. I think he's cutting back. That was shocking to me. He was over. We watched the, the Hockey Night in Canada doubleheader, which is weird to watch down here. Uh, it's beautiful out. It's like four in the afternoon, and uh, it's the start I'm of the doubleheader. Glad you brought that up. Uh, after living in the States now, we've uh, been here since July. I can see why hockey's not big here, because you're never exposed to it. Like college football the city shuts You're down. Just discovering this now. No, but the city shuts down on Saturday. I I always thought, okay, of course people must love hockey, but we have it everywhere you go in Canada. It's on the front page of the sports section. It's all people talk about on the radio. It's all people talk about yeah, on the It's a cultural thing. Shows. It's exactly. cultural. So, yeah. but no one talks about it here. No, no. It's a it's it's like I always say like hockey here is like the National Lacrosse League in Toronto. There are 18,000 diehard Toronto Rock fans in Toronto, they go to the games, they talk about the team, but pretty much that's it. It's not really talked about that much other than that. Not not saying this is a good or bad thing, I'm just making a statement. And then here, the Kings are a little bigger than that, but eh, basically... When they went on their playoff run, the city was just buzzing for right for, yeah. for like two weeks. For two weeks, yeah. and then it's it's over. Like, yeah, and I saw a billboard, like driving into work today uh, on Pico, I saw a Kings billboard, and that's good, but I mean... If they're going to be, you know, sixth behind both baseball teams, USC. Like, um, speaking of college football, I walk around my community and everyone has, uh, having a flag in front of your house is a huge thing here. Everyone has them on their house. And every second house has a college flag in front of their place. You never see that in Canada. So are you going to get an Algonquin college uh, flag and put it out in front of your house, Toolsy? No, I'm going to get a Canadian. We've got our little <laughs> Canadian flags, the little ones. Oh, you're gonna put that? No, let, we gotta assimilate. We can't let people. No, know. no. The, uh, we we have some other Canadians in the neighborhood. They've got a Canadian flag out too, so it's all good. I've got it in a flower pot. It's not like I got a massive Canadian flag. 
I have a question. All right, so when you talk about the coverage, like we've had the chicken or egg discussion before. Like I'm from Pittsburgh, so I'm like yeah. obsessed with the Pens. Yeah. But where I used to work, obviously, ESPN, it's not a priority. Yeah. So do you think that if it was more of a priority and covered more, then hockey would pick up here, or do you think it's just – Yes, look at college football. College football is not big in Canada because it doesn't get a lot of coverage. Yet if someone grew up in the culture like it is here and saw that uh, – the entire community, uh, everyone shuts down on Saturday to watch college football. If they did that for hockey, of course you'd grow up being a hockey fan. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, again, in college football, though, part of it is just people go to colleges and cheer for their colleges. It's more intense that way. Like, you don't just, you know, down here it's not so much. Like, up there, if guys are into college sports, they grow up in an era when college sports are big for a certain school. Like, if you're a Duke fan up there, well, you grew up, you know, from age 10 to 14, they were winning national championships. Or... You know what I mean? Like, or football. Like, it's the same thing. Kids just cheer for winners up there. They don't have any affiliation to schools or anything. They just like the sport. Yeah. There's no cultural reason to watch U.S. college sports up there other than just being an obsessive sports fan, period. And I also think people are huge into college football here because they get to start drinking at like 9 a.m. on Saturday. Well, that doesn't hurt. Well, that's the other thing I love about watching sports in Los Angeles is everything just starts sooner. Like, I love NFL Sundays so we're Much. talking about college. Let's bring Mike Let's in. Let's bring Mike in to discuss it. Mike uh, Pereira. We're, we're on the college football. He's uh, he's huge in the college football. Mike Pereira, Fox NFL. football rules guru. Um, he, he could maybe uh, give us a sneak peek on uh Former on NFL senior director of officiating. And can I just say, Mike Pereira, named by Sports Illustrated last year, is one of the NFL's at, most indispensable broadcasting talents. Well Looking man. sharp. How are you, sir? There you go. Let me hand you that. You look like the mentalist today. <laughs> but you always look like a million bucks. This isn't like a one-time thing. The guy no. walks around like he owns the place. Well, you kind of do, Mike. You do. That's true. You know, I always wanted to be with two Canadians. <laughs> it, it, but how did you want to be with two Canadians? <laughs> <laughs> did you, by the way, Mike, I was listening to him talk about that, read that stuff from the Wendy's girl yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Did you like graduate from school? I yeah. know. It sounded I was like worried. you had trouble reading. I mean, I don't yeah. know if you like it. I didn't was want to point it out. Did he skip the reading We, we pick on Mike a lot. I'm like, you if do. I point this you out. Do. It hurts. Yeah. But you were we like. pick on Mike a lot. And yeah. so he said if right. you get the sa- sa- salad. Uh, in okay. The I don't stutter. Bad. Come on. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Am I, I, uh, am I waiting for this? I can't believe I'm in your green room waiting for this. Can we cut to Mike's Can face? Have a nice this is, salad. But that's the Poor face Mike, Mike makes when we like me. say no to a guest or something. He's like, uh, okay. He's like a puppy dog. Gee, yeah, you can't Christmas. say no to Mike. I got <laughs> feelings. I'm sensitive. <laughs> All right. So next time I, we'll get I'm, Jim and, to read it. And then I'm over there thinking, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I don't live here in LA. I live in Sacramento, that's but right. I'm here five days a week yep. by myself in an apartment. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Why haven't I thought about this masturbation? Thing? I don't know. You don't have. <laughs> you don't have to think about it. It just happens, right? Well, can I we mean, hurry up and get done with this show? <laughs> I now have a new reason to go home. Yeah, an empty place. It's all there for you. So you know, what, it's it's just a lovely you know thing to be alone. Uh, Mike, we were talking about uh, how Canadians are born and raised on hockey. How Americans are born and raised on football. Why is is that the lone reason why hockey is not? huge here like it is in Canada. Do you know, before I even comment about that, but when I was young, my father in Stockton, California, said, would you like to learn how to skate? Stockton, California. I'm a little guy. Stockton, California. Would you learn how to skate? I said, sure. I 
don't mind learning how to ice skate. So I thought I would learn how to do the double pirouettes and all that kind of things. And so <laughs> I actually went to the Oak Park skating rink to learn how to skate with my two instructors, Donald and Dick Duck. That were the, were two of the Duck Brothers. Oh, I thought maybe they were, we're going the back to, so the, man's to the Disney no, conversation. The, the, the parents named their kid <laughs> Donald Duck. Donald Duck. What? Are they freaking nuts? In Stockton, California. So wow. I learned how to how skate. How was that guy's life? I, I learned how to, I know, isn't that so? I learned, I learned how to skate. I did, and then I thought, okay, well, when, when do I get to go to the Olympics? And then they brought me a hockey stick, which I still have my original hockey stick really? that, uh, that I got when wow. I was like eight years old when I learned how to skate in hockey. Can we, can we go back go to living up with the name, growing up with the name Donald Duck? Donald how Duck. Dick Duck. So every day at the start, or every year at the start of school, okay, is Donald Duck here? <laughs> No, but his brother Dick is. <laughs> Dick Duck. I'm Dick Duck. Okay, what did you, what'd you ask me in the first place? I forget what you Why asked. Why hockey's not huge yet. I like this show, by the way. Thank oh, you. I always see you two guys all buttoned up and everything, and I watch you on TV. You ever talk like this in front of Carissa? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's worse Do than you? us. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. She's very well, She's awesome. a sailor. Yeah. I'd, I'd try. Let me get me away from Jay Glazier then. I mean, I want to join. <laughs> I want to join. What was it that you asked me? I oh, forgot oh, what well, you we were me. just wondering, you know, for, you know, so you grew up in California then. So, wait, were the Golden Seals relevant in any way when you were growing up? Like, did you watch hockey? Did you like it? Because we're just trying to figure out, you know, why hockey isn't more popular in the United States. I think it's something we're always kind of worrying about and trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, well, it just it's it was it's not a really participation sport down here, you know, nobody yeah. plays hockey when they're growing up. Right. I was one of the rare ones that my father thought that maybe I could be a mean tough guy and do it, but obviously I pushed out and uh, <laughs> and was not. But I just don't think if you don't play it, if there's nobody playing the game, then I think it's tough for it to get a big stronghold in terms of a fan base. And, right. Because and you know, and plus you got to look at, you know, and, and, and no disrespect to, you know, other areas of the country, but like out here in California, you already said it, you went to Disneyland. I mean, you went to Disneyland, you stayed home and masturbated. There was, <laughs> there was, there's a lot of things to do out That's here in California. That's pretty up you know. our time in LA so far. And for me, I mean, I live in Northern California. I get to go up to the wine country and do all that stuff. I get to go to the beach. You could go to the beach. It's, it's a, it's hard. It's hard to develop a following for a a new sport. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and then college football is so huge. Jay said because of a parent raises his kid to be a USC fan because he went there. It, but it's it's a whole different culture. That. Well, college. See, to me, college football is a sport. I mean, it is a sport. The NFL is a combination sport and entertainment. Mm -hmm. And and I think that what you have in college football that that you don't have in uh, necessarily in the NFL are passionate students. I mean, students that are that are loyal to their school and will remain loyal to the school and if you're one of the biggies, you have a big alumni following. And to me there's nothing more fascinating than a college Saturday where you do start drinking at nine o'clock yeah, in the yeah. morning and you have the tailgates and yeah. it's, it's just, it's an event and there's only 12 of them a year. You know, it's a once a week game and it's just, it's, it's enormously popular. And that's even the NFL that that's the other thing they both have is 
there's only so many games to watch. You're yeah. not inundated with 82 games or 162 games. It's it's a limited time, so you don't have so much of a commitment to the sport. Are By the way, what's the, score the, what's the score of the A's game? Uh, you know, any, well, any, any updates? Uh, Are you an Oakland fan? You guys are... Not necessarily, but Fox is is carrying the American League, so I might be able to get a free ticket Tigers to go are watch up. the game. That's Tigers are up. Uh, are they? 5-4, top eight. Oh. So, so you'll know exactly when we tape this now on, uh, on I just like If the A's are in, I might get a free ticket, you know, because Fox has the thing, so I thought, you know, You could get fine. tickets anywhere, yeah. Mike Pereira. Come on. Okay, what? so. You're a big deal. How do you become uh, uh Yeah, I wonder how it official. started. Oh, okay. For so we're going back to the official. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah how, first of all, how did you get into that? That's a good question. You know, I was a struggling, starving Santa Clara University student who didn't have a dime in my pocket, who was surrounded by other athletes, and I'm using calling me an athlete maybe as a stretch, but other athletes that had money and I didn't, and so somebody came to me and said. You know, they have Pop Warner football, peewee football in East Palo Alto. And if you want to go referee those games, we'll give you $10 a game, three games on Sunday, 30 bucks cash. That's 19, great. 1971. Oh, so that's like $500 It was unbelievable. It was all the beer money you needed. That there was for go. sure. And so I did it. And my dad had done some officiating too. And I never thought I would want to, but I, I went out there and... Something strange happened. I don't know what it is. It's just like all of a sudden I got on this football field and there were young punks like you guys playing this game. And, and all of a sudden I'm charged with keeping it fair. It was an adrenaline rush for me. And it got it really got into my system. And so I, I continued to pursue it. And it was the, it's been the one thing in life that I've really enjoyed the most of any job I ever had. It's the one thing that I that gave me the most pleasure. Don't tell my wife that, but no. it is. <laughs> she doesn't have to. Know. It is the. I doubt she'll be watching this, but it. But it. It's something that that just struck a chord with me that I decided that uh, I would pursue for the rest of my life. But and the, the one age, thing is, for for young officials, they get. Uh, uh, they get the wrong attitude or the wrong taste in their mouth because of the parents. Yeah. They drive them out of it. They say, I don't want to deal with this for 10 bucks. Well, you, you, they don't make 10 bucks anymore. I hope well. they get a little more. But but I think the true official learns. I mean, you learn quickly. That doesn't It doesn't bother you. You tune that out. Everybody thinks officials are affected by coaches that are yelling at them. Hey, the, the ones that don't belong in officiating are, but the ones that have been doing it for a while, that just, that just comes with the territory. But for me... Uh, it, it, you know, I kind of went through, you know, my life, I went through a couple of health scares when I was young. And, um, and the one thing that kind of pulled me through was this one love for officiating. And I, I stayed with it as I kind of went through this, uh, darker period of my life. And, uh, lo and behold, at 46 years old, I got the invitation to, uh, to actually come into the national football league as an official. And at 48, they asked me if I wanted to come into the office and become a supervisor. Now, it might be because I was such a shitty official on the field <laughs> that they had to create this job. But Let's get them off at, the field. At least beginning at age 48, you know, I ended up getting to work in New York as the head of officiating and doing the one job in the world that I want and uh, that I wanted. And I did it 
until uh, throughout the through the 2009 season, and then uh, Fox was gracious enough to say, "Hey, how would you like to come do something now, on air they, with us?" How did they find you? Like, did you know people at Fox? Or? Because every year I would come to their seminar, right. and I and they would give me unlimited time to do a rules seminar with the rule changes of the game and um, and the points of emphasis and. And they were great. I mean, all their talent would be there. All their production people would be there. And and uh, we'd have great exchanges. And Troy Aikman would just jump my ass about a rule that he didn't like. And then I would get back in his ugly face and get back at him, too, because it was just one of those relationships that we had. We knew that... Nothing was personal when we when we got into you these jump scrums. each other's asses. Yeah. I'm still thinking and, about that. And yeah, I know. And after what I've been through last week, by the way, we could talk about asses. It's not pleasant. But um, I think because of that, when they found out I was retiring, you know, David Hill is actually the one that gave me a call and said, "You are not retiring. I will not do that to your wife. Your wife doesn't want to see you around the house all the time. We're going to create a job for you that's going to be dynamic, never done in sports history before." That was the worst wow. Aussie accent. That's <laughs> true. It's true. And but so there it came. That, mean, that's amazing. Kind of but he, they must have seen, obviously, when you did these seminars and you're speaking in front of a group of people and you're comfortable with that, they saw something in you like, okay, this guy might, because you can't just well, throw I hope, one. I hope they did. I mean, I, I did I did do a little, a few things on the NFL network prior to coming here, and maybe they saw some of that too. But, you know, I, I think I'm, I've kind of been one of these people that I never get nervous when something like that the camera gets turned on it doesn't because who the shit, there's only what is there six well, of us it, here well and one, know, and one of them one of them hasn't been read. to school yeah one can't of them. Even so, Jeremy all so, he does with that camera though he points us at people's <laughs> nuts he, he gets he nut shots as soon as he comes in exactly all oh, the nuts uh, I don't mind uh, I'll take it go. follow the, the missing nuts get uh, <laughs> bring it right on over here now did you feel when the replacement refs were in making all those horrible cars, calls you must have felt horrible for those guys, or were you like, ah, shit, I'm no, right. I loved it. I got so much <laughs> airtime. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Really? It was great. Every I knew every game I'd get on about three times. <laughs> <laughs> they come out there, what, what are they calling? I said, how do I know what they call when they don't even know what they call? It's impossible for me. No, that was, a, that was not a good period. And the best part was, the famous play, you know, the Green Bay-Seattle yeah, Seattle play. Game. Yeah, touchdown, no touchdown. Yeah, which which really ended, it ended the yeah, whole lockout thing, you know. And so I happened to be taking the week off that week, and I left here on Monday morning, Los Angeles, to the um, east side of the Sierras to go fishing. And so I'm headed down the freeway, and I go into um, – Trying to think of the little town that uh, in the in the eastern Sierras. Anyways, go there and have dinner with my wife and this other couple. Then we go up to the nine thousand foot level of the mountain here, and we get out of range of anything. So as I'm in the car, pulling into this uh, lodge that we stayed in that had no computers, no telephone, no nothing. This was an escape from technology. I listened to the two minute warning, the game go the two minute warning, and. Green Bay's going to win, I think, because they just stopped Seattle. So I turn up and go in. I have no idea what happened. I didn't know. I didn't, nothing. I had no idea. So Tuesday you, morning I wake up. Oh, wow. And I'm getting ready to go fishing. And I go to the little cabin that has the little office. And there is a uh, young lady there. Bless her heart. Uh, I can tell she's not a football fan because she had like 
17 rings on her lips and about right. 10 in her nose and about 13 in each ear. You know, uh, a, Raider, was, a Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah. might have been. And so <laughs> I, I said, I said to this girl, you know, I said, could I use your computer? And she said, well, I, we don't let our guests use the computer. This is a technology-free area for our guests. I said, I just, I just, I just need to just look. All I wanted to see is if Green Bay won, you know, or Seattle won. But I assume Green Bay won. And, and she goes, well, what would you like to know? And I said, well, I work for Fox. How said, stoned was she? I said, I worked. Oh, she, I think she was for like <laughs> three months. <laughs> so I said, I said to the, I said, I just, I work for Fox. I'm their rules person. I just, I just want to see who won the game last night. All of a sudden it's like the rings start popping out of her lips. She goes, that was the worst call in the history of football. It cost me my f- football pool <laughs> and I and I'm going I don't even know I had no idea what had happened and so she she describes it to me quite frankly and um, and I ended up actually not seeing the play for three days because um, I knew everybody was looking for me and you know, I only so thought you didn't my, rush only, back? my only thought was to go down the mountain and get into Bishop, which is the town that I was at, get into Bishop and see if I could respond to everybody that might be looking for me. But after reading or listening to her description and reading something on the Internet, I thought, you know, there's only one smart thing for me to do. Go fishing! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I, I stayed fishing and, and never really saw the play until the following Friday. Amazing. Wow. That was as long a story as Mike's uh, reading yeah, of the Wendy's just girl. Yeah, you should have read that. You know? <laughs> yeah. should have wrote it down. We should have Mike read it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you might figure it out. I haven't gone to school either. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mike. Poor Mike. Uh, he's all right. So oh, you're having good. Graham Delay on. You're having the golf. You got the golfer coming on. Yeah, he's going to come on the show a little later. Wow. Uh, so he's that's pretty impressive, Mike, because he's like a Canadian superstar. So yeah. so you're leading the show, and Graham's coming on later. That must be that's pretty a, good. We may actually have. Are we going to maybe split it up? So we might have Graham on next right. week. Okay, so oh, harder. So we'll he's not even coming on today. No, well, I mean, we are I, having I, Graham's on next week. Yeah, we might have him on. Okay, oh, two part yeah. show. Oh. Yeah. Two part show. Because I'm anxious. I want to listen to him. I'm a big golf guy. He's yeah, he's a good dude. Where we we you know. We're really proud of him. We have like one good golfer a generation, Mike. <laughs> That's right. Well, Mike, Mike Weir, Weir, I used yeah. to love watching yeah. Mike Weir. I yeah. mean, such a sweet swinger with the left. Well, no, so, uh, such a good golfer with a left-handed yeah, swing. Yeah, the, the lefty, yeah. yeah. And he had yeah. the little stutter before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of me not having patience, that drove me nuts whenever. Because Mike yeah. got a lot of airtime when he was big. He did. And you're like, okay, j- j- hit, just hit, just hit the ball. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget where I was. It's one of those seminal moments, though, as a Canadian sports fan. Like, I'll never forget where, where I was when he won the Masters. Yeah. Like, I know exactly where I watched it, the room I was in. Really? I was masturbating, of course. Were you really? Yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously, he's done a lot of this. So, you're a big fisherman. Do you, do you average, like, a certain number of times a day? Uh, or, I'm still, or is that... like, if I'm alone, I'm still a two, maybe two, maybe a three a day guy. Oh my. Bye-bye. Magazines or computers to uh, go along Magazines are done. But I, I'm old enough that magazines were a part of my childhood, absolutely. Right up until... I mean, really, through college? Even? I mean, like Ladies but Home Journal you, or what? Or? <laughs> well, yeah, I could, I could summon it up a little yeah, bit that could. way. Yeah, just like George. I'm sorry, did I cut you no, off? No, Sorry, no, no. I'm glad you mentioned that. I remember my uh, mother came home from my cousin's house once. <laughs> no, no, we're we're go. Go. There we go. No, and she's there like, oh, 
Uh, I heard her talking with uh, with my father, and I guess they found a Sears catalog under one of my cousin's beds. <laughs> <laughs> the old bra pictures? Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, but you were asking, I'm well, sorry. No, I like that, to fish. The- <laughs> yes, I like to fish. <laughs> yes, I love fishing. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you love, you're a big wine guy. You're huge into wine. I, li- I like No, I like but it. I was going to, do you ever it? go up to Canada fishing? Oh, this no! Is the- I want to go to Banff or whatever it is and go fishing up there. Yeah. I have, they have. I've been to. I lived in Alaska for a while, so I fished in Alaska. But what I'm the not. What were you doing what in Alaska? Doing up there? Hiding out. No, I actually played baseball at Santa Clara, and I would go up to Alaska in the summer times and play their, on their summer baseball team they had in Anchorage. They had a great league, by the way, some great players. Don't huh. know why I was there, but um, no, I, I played there, and then I actually lived up there. Got married and. Um, and moved up there with my new wife, who was a Californian from uh, Northern California, wow. but uh, she'd never been to you Alaska. You convinced her to move from California to Alaska. So we made it through the first year, and the second year, the second winter at Christmas time, we came home to her folks' house in Los Gatos, California. We left Anchorage; it was two below zero. We're in her parents' bed in Los Gatos at ten o'clock at night, and it's seventy-one degrees. And she turns over to me and just shakes her head and says, "No." And, I mean, I've been told that many times by her before, <laughs> but I didn't realize that that no meant I'm not going back. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and she never did. I had to go back and were sell her, everything. Were and, her parents in the bed when you guys were lying in it? N- no, I okay. don't. I don't think. But her that. dad might have been right outside the window. I don't know. Might <laughs> have been checking up on you. I'm not, I'm not sure. What's, what's so, so, wait, Santa Clara, so you went to Steve Nash's school. Steve Nash, Kurt Rambis. Wow. We had some football players at the time, Dan Pastorini, Brent Jones. Cool, cool. Yeah, we yeah. had a pretty good, pretty and when good program. You went, and so you kind of grew up in that area in the 60s, like you kind of came of age in the 60s, 70s. So were you like hanging out in Haight-Ashbury with the dad I, I and wasn't, man, like, like that? I had, my dad, man, that was like, he. my dad was tough. Man. Yeah. He didn't, he wouldn't, he, I, he, I, I didn't. I wasn't out past probably ten o'clock at night until I went to Santa Clara. As a matter of fact, and he took me to the same old barber to cut my hair really short. And uh, so like I, I mean, I mean, God forbid. I remember one time I went to Oak Park, snuck behind the tennis courts with a friend of mine named Ron Green, and we had one beer. And I thought I had committed like original sin. You know, so That's I why it a, turned out so good. But, but I went to Santa Clara. I brought, I, I did buy like pants that had peace sign symbols on. Oh, them. Nice. And, and, and then that must you know, have drove him nuts. And then, well, what really drove him nuts is when I got married because it was a strong Catholic, fan, strong Catholic family. I knew and, uh, that upbringing. I knew you were Catholic. I know yeah, it. a lot of and guilt. The, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and then a lot of guilt. The, the, the final straw was when that. That wonderful girl that refused to go back to Alaska with me was an atheist, and so I had this uh, oh. atheist wife to this Catholic family, and um, that's not going to go over well at that time. Well, but look, you're right; it, it didn't. It, it all worked out great, though, for you. Well, no, she's passed away, okay. and so it's not. All right. <laughs> I just thought I'd put him in his place a little wow. bit right there. That but that's all right. Okay. I've remarried, and life goes on. Can you get on, a shot you know? of my balls again, Jeremy? Just <laughs> oh, a quick wow. shot of my nuts. That's a good picture Right on the testicles there. Can I get some gold bond? We <laughs> get our hands on more balls. Uh, that's anti- I do need that, by the way, with anti- the week I had last week. <laughs> yeah, so what happened? What happened to you last week? Oh, my God. You know, I, I played golf on Friday, which is amazing. Um, you know, because Thursday I was really, I was knocked out for two hours. I was anesthesia. What? I, mean, oh, I had one of those colonoscopy oh, things because yeah. I am a, uh, as my doctor calls me, a PPP. That's a a, 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 a prodigious polyp producer. 
And so I had the tube up my ass for two hours on Thursday, and um, and then Friday I was like out G- playing that golf. That sounds like Jay's weekend. I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't masturbate about thinking about me with the tube up no, my no, ass. No, but tube. I will. Just but tube. I did. I did. <laughs> I, I played. I played well. I have to tell you, I played well, which amazed me because. Mike, it's like you, when I stood over the putt like this. If you bend I over like, like this anymore, Mike, I'm I felt like to I could, the room. <laughs> I could see the tube. I felt like I could see the tube. You know, when I was. It was lining to, you up. It was keeping you aligned. Oh no joke God. aside, really. Like, can we quit joking aside? Oh yeah, yeah. You yes. know, with the NFL, with all the breast cancer awareness and everything, this month? is absolutely terrific. Oh, it's awesome. But men and everybody, prostate cancer is a killer. Yes. And colon cancer is a killer. And we need to get screened. And for those people that are afraid because they hurt, they hear all these horror stories about how bad a colonoscopy can be. I probably had a dozen. The only bad part about it is the flush that you do, which kind of cleanses your system before. But do yourself a favor. I mean, you know, we need to get this word out there, too, that colon cancer is a killer. And it's a very preventable disease if you get in and get tested early. And, And I wish... I didn't have to go through this, but I do, and I'll keep doing it to try to keep myself uh, to the point where I can come in and spend some quality time with That's guys right. like well, you. You're welcome anytime. And you know what's funny, Mike? We're going to be doing our uh, Movember mustaches next month. We're going to be growing mustaches for Movember. You, guys all should, you should join you in. You should join us for that. That all goes, to, uh, that all goes to men's, men's health. health. Does it yep. really? Yep. yep. Mine would, mine would come out absolutely white, though. Absolutely That'd white. That would be awesome. That's great. That would be, look great. Yours might do. do you, no, no, you don't. Mine goes comes in brown. Yeah, is yours, yours is this your natural color? Or it do you is. have to color it? Do you really? No, I know it's strangely I have no gray. I'm, uh, have you, have so. you been married, or you just have a girlfriend? I, I have been married and, uh, and divorced, turn... and I'm about to get married again. Are you really? Yeah. When? Uh, two weeks. Honest to God. You bet. Really? Yeah, that's why I'm masturbating so much now. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to do that after you got married. I thought you got what you wanted before you got married. Well, she's not here. That's the problem. She's not here with me. So, well, okay. So I have to. So how long is it before so I get back to my apartment? <laughs> so, if you have any guests that have listened to this podcast, is there still? Is anybody? Any of you guys? And Mike might have a Sears catalog. Maybe he does. Oh yeah, Victoria's sure. favorite, Mike. Oh, Victoria. See, that's the thing. You get better catalogs now. When we were growing yeah, up, yeah, our like, generation were spoiled. I think yeah. I'll. I got that one magazine that, that's that's like a homes for sale in the area, and they show the pictures of the real estate agents. Right. Maybe, I'll use, maybe yeah. I'll use that. Sometimes I just drive by Sometimes, like a some bench, a park bench with a with a real estate ad. It's a hot girl, and then I have to run. Well, by and, and, and 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 those real estate. You know, they, they, they work in partners sometimes, so there's two right. of them in, in, right. in the thing. So maybe then I could, like, But at know, this point, Jay, if someone comes back to your house that's listening now, to the sure, podcast. Now, sure, my wife's not going to hear this, right? <laughs> oh, no, she no, no, no one listens yeah. to this. No, right. no. They're going to enter your house like this after listening to the podcast yeah. and be like, uh, no, he probably. Oh, well, not. the best part is this that computer. No, they can't go near the computer. No, the, ho- the housekeeper came today. Oh, oh no. Yeah, Sandra. Oh. So she cleaned so it's everything like up. Sticky. It's like she loves cobwebs. it. She's like, oh, you're so clean. Your wife is Japanese. Your girlfriend's Japanese. Oh, she's Chinese. One, <laughs> I have, I, I have one, one. I don't want to get off of the masturbation subject. But. One, su- one, one subject, one Canada story I have, which I thought was great. It's oh. not, it's not filthy, but it's really kind of funny. I went when I worked for the NFL. I went to visit. I have off-season coaching visits that I used to have to go to. So I went to Detroit, and then after I went to Detroit, um, I was invited to go to the Canadian Football League officials clinic in Calgary. Oh. I think it was in Calgary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So I went to Detroit, and uh, and I went to Detroit Airport, boarded the plane to go to Calgary. I'm sure it was Calgary. Is it fairly close? To, to Detroit? Detroit? Yeah. No, not really. Where would I have gone that's fairly Maybe close? Maybe Toronto? Winnipeg? 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 Winnipeg or Toronto? A bit, bit closer. No, nah, Winnipeg. Anyway, so I go anyways, and I land, and I go to uh, got to go through customs, and the guy asked me for my passport. <coughs> I didn't know I needed a passport to go to Canada. I didn't bring a passport. guy says, you can't, you can't get in. And I said, what do you mean I can't get in? He said, you can't get in without a passport. And I said, well, then what do I do? And he said, I don't know, because you can't get out either without a passport. <laughs> and so I go, you've you got to be kidding me. So there's this guy. He sends me over to this side room. And these are for people that don't have their passports. And there is this scungy guy with an Oakland Raider jacket on that's in front of me talking to this buttoned-up Canadian Big, but he got a uniform on, and he's trying to explain why he doesn't have his his passport. And anyways, they they give him the boot. They say you can't come in. Now it goes to me, and the guy starts yakking at me. Well, why did you have your pass? I said I didn't know I needed. He said, "Well, I said I'm only gonna be here for one night. I'm coming back tomorrow. You can check my airplane ticket." And the guy goes, "You can't get in this country without a pass." I said, "Well, I'm only here for me." He goes, "What are you here for?" And I said, well, I'm actually the head of officiating for the National oh, Football in. League. You're in. And I said, and, and the CFL is going to instant replay next year, and they've brought me in to try to teach their officials, you know, about it. So guy goes, stamp, you're in. Those guys, <laughs> yeah. said, Those guys need so much help. <laughs> he said, they need so much help. Damn, I got right in, got right out the next day without a passport. It was hilarious. That's amazing. Hilarious. Oh, That's your only ever visit to Canada? I went to Vancouver. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous city. Canada Absolutely city. gorgeous city. You but should. I haven't gone fishing there. You should go to Banff. I, I You'd go. love it. Yeah, I, I got to go fishing there. And go fishing, go fishing in fishing. BC. Go uh, fishing in Ontario. You go fishing or, anywhere or, in Canada. Or, or golf in Banff. Like, golfing there is great. I can golf in Sacramento. I'd uh, Ted to Williams Canada used fishing. to uh, go fishing in uh, New Brunswick in the Miramichi. Did he? Yeah, he used yeah. to have a place up there. So that he Well, you know, uh, do, you, do you fish? I no, actually, I don't. I I like fishing though. Like the few times I've done it, I enjoy it. it sounds like you do a lot of fishing, you know, <laughs> home by yourself. Oh, but. I sure do. I got a tackle. Box. I fish off the Redondo <laughs> Beach Pier. There's no fish there. There can't be any fish there. No, no. my daughter really likes fishing. She doesn't like touching the bait. She doesn't like the thought of catching a fish, but she likes the process of waiting for the fish. No, she does. Hey, yes. Mike, what doesn't yes. Randy Moss love fishing? Like, isn't he massively? Yeah, he, he likes bass fishing. Are He's you guys gonna fishing. maybe go? No, I'm not a bass fisherman. Oh, okay. I, I, I'd like to get out there in the streams and the rivers and the, oh, you so know, the fly, fly the fly oh, fishing, wow. the, the peace, the serenity. You know, I, I do it to get away from this yeah, type of situation. It's, it's, your, you know? it's your therapy. It is yeah, my just therapy. like my masturbation. It is. <laughs> uh, well, Mike, we uh, thank you for coming on. We yeah, this wrap is it up. fun. This is really fun. It was really nice to be here with you guys. I'm, I'm going to tell you, in all honesty, I, I mean... I've really enjoyed your work on uh, on Fox on Fox Sports One. I mean, you guys have brought you know a, a a attitude to our network here that has been terrific, and and I know that everybody has said great things about you. And you know, the last thing I want to do is uh, after spending pretty much the entire day here is go home and watch Fox Sports One. But yeah. on the other hand. I actually have gotten to the point now, and it's been—it's just been—we haven't been—you haven't been doing it for very long. When I want to get caught up on my sports, I turn you guys on because nice. it's funny and it's informational, and uh, and we are 
We are lucky to have you guys. Thanks, oh, Mike. Thank you. Do you have any people that watch you in the United States yet? Or, <laughs> or are they just You're the only one. <laughs> I think you might be our only viewer, Mike. No, Graham Dillette lives down oh, here. Oh, yeah, and Graham. Oh, he there, you there you go. So it's you and Graham and uh, <laughs> Eric Shanks, I think, has it on. Watch it! Test. And that's it. Have you, here's, here's my test. Have you walked into a bar or a restaurant and had Fox Sports 1 on a TV? Yeah. N- no. Yeah, me neither, so. Yeah. Well, eventually. We're going to work. We yeah. literally should hire people to just go around. I was in one Saturday know. night. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. You were? Yep. Okay. And they had it on? They had like 25 TVs it was on. One of them, but okay. in the back. Well, if it's it a UFC a thing, if it's a UFC thing, maybe you have a chance on the UFC thing. Yeah, that's true. Know. We've been asking most of the staff when we go out. We're like, hey, can you? Like, we always have to find the channel. Then, it is yeah, they want to know what channel, channel it is. Right. If that's the difference between you and me. When I go into a bar, I ask him, "Do you carry Tito's vodka?" You ask him, <laughs> you know, yeah, Tito's handmade you have vodka. Austin, Texas, baby. That's right. Yeah. Austin, Texas. Do you Texas. read his story on how he started that? He no. went into a liquor store, asked the guy, said, "What do you sell the most of?" Because I want to start making uh, uh, booze. And the guy's like, "If you make a good vodka." It'll sell out no matter what, because that's all the women, all the men drink. They want vodka. So he went home and made nine million batches, went around the world, and figured out how to make a great vodka. And, and now so on my simple. Twitter, I, t- I tweet about rules things, but I always put, if I'm at home, I say, hey, I'm, I think I'm going to have a Tito's and watch the game tonight. So do I you said, drink Tito's. it straight? Huh? Yeah, I do. With, well, little rocks and a little twist maybe, and then occasionally sometimes orange juice. But anyways, I'll write it on, the, on, on my Twitter account, and everybody kind of goes, oh, I love Tito's. Well, the... About two weeks ago, I guess it was, my wife goes out to get the paper at home. Case of Tito's. What? A case. Oh, 12 yes. bottles. Wow. 12 bottles, T-shirts, hats. That How about that? As you should. That's as awesome. you should. Uh, Good 12 you, my bottles of Tito's. I have enough Tito's to last me through the season now. That'll last you one more week. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, really want some Herba Mate. <laughs> That's not that anti-monkey butt powder or whatever. No, no, no. Yeah, yerba mate. So they can they can send uh, that if they wanted. But yeah, we'd be we'd be happy to take that. You heard okay, from so, Poopery. So get back to Sacramento safely. I shall do. Yeah, be back right. on the golf course tomorrow. I'll see you guys uh, back here on Friday. I yes. would assume. Yes. And good luck into your impending Thank uh, wedding. You. That's yeah, I'm really excited. pretty big thing yet. I guess I hadn't checked my mail. I haven't been home yet. So. Yeah, no, you're. Uh, so yeah, the invitation is probably. It'll in be there. definitely on its way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stag party will be at the brass rail, but I didn't need to tell you that. Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. A lot of catalogs nice in that establishment. You. Open up your Orioles like that. I do too. Oh, yeah. You Goodbye. Going home. Thanks, okay. Mike. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> thanks mike we're throwing those out anyway yeah we're getting rid of these we're getting new ones this is bush when we come back what a great guy thanks mike that door is heavy uh so are we wrapping this portion up Uh, i think uh that's it i think so oh wait no mike you have a don't you have a story my bathroom story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, well, just wait. We should tell everyone we're doing a two-part oh, podcast. We should. That's true. Do you want to wrap this portion up? Yeah, it's just two separate podcasts. Yeah. yeah. We'll well, let's just keep. We'll just to be continued. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. You in let's a bit. keep. Going. So let's yeah. Just, we'll yeah let's just say if hypothetically we stop talking now. Well, then this would probably be the beginning of the. There it is. Boom. All right. That podcast is. This podcast is over. Yeah.